my phone is on 8%. Oh, okay. And <laughs> yeah. the, plug, the plug is like not, I'm like trying Charging. to like yeah. hold it in. Yeah. These dumb these phones. I know, man. I it's the worst. Right the charging, the lightning charging is the worst. It's so. Don't, don't buy an iPhone. <laughs> You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast, it's not for you. No, certainly not. Nope, nope. Shoving them, shoving them off the mountaintop and uh, watching them tumble all the way down to the bottom there, Andrew. See ya. You know what I mean? Yodelehi who, you know? Yodelehi who dis. Uh, new, fu- new, new friend <laughs> new who dis. New mountain. <laughs> oh, no, don't talk. Um, Yodelehi who dis. Uh, that <laughs> is going to be a hot track, Andrew, that I'm laying down, baby. Um, I guess that's kind of what that what Mason Ramsey kind of did a little bit. No, he never got into kind of like a hip-hop thing, thank God. Um, but he did start out as the yodeling kid at Walmart. Um, oh, okay. I was that? like, who are you talking about? I know yodeling kid at Walmart. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <clears throat> Come on. Everybody knows the yodeling kid at Walmart, you know? Yeah. Right. His name's Mason Ramsey and, uh, he's cute. He's, he's good. I don't know. But he does country stuff. He's done stuff with a uh, little Nas oh, X okay. though. Now we're talking yodeling he who this. They should be making, okay. I'm going to sell it to both of them. I'm going to say, get back together and record yodelehi who dis <laughs> even with the with the name yodelehi who dis that i mean you're gonna sell ton, just the name alone sells tons of copies of that oh, i yeah, mean absolutely oh. <laughs> all right well andrew today we're talking about uh two-player board game called nanga parbat um which is why <laughs> we did a reference to mountains my friend yes because uh, nanga not, parbat not is swiss uh, yeah, not not, not, the, anything, not the Swiss you know? uh, Alps or whatever. Who cares? You know what I mean? Um, the the only thing, the only thing I'm worried about with the Swiss is the cheese. Andrew, give me the cheese, and I guess chocolate. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, they're probably nice people or whatever. Probably they have good health care. Uh, but uh, we're talking about the Himalayas, baby. Nanga Parbat is uh, one of the peaks, one of the mountains uh, in the Himalayan chain. Uh, and I think it's known as, well, the, uh, isn't it kind of like known as the Mountain of Death or something like that? Doesn't it have one of those nicknames where it's like Death Mountain? Ah, uh, yeah. Death Death Mountain. I'll, well, I'll Not down Hyrule's Death Mountain. <laughs> Not it's called the Killer Mountain. The Killer <laughs> Mountain. And that's because uh, people die on it, quite frankly. I mean, you know, that happens, I guess, on quite all the few. really big mountains, but it seems like a lot of folks die on this one. Uh, which is, of course, a great game, a great setting for a game that's all about cute little cuddly animals. I guess it's not. I guess it is kind of a little bit about death. Andrew, before we even really crack into this one uh, and uh, leaving people on a little bit of a cliffhanger there with cute cuddly animals, but then death, um, why don't we go ahead and sum it up in one sentence? One sentence explanations. Yeah, okay. Uh, we're going to sum this up in one sentence here for everybody just to make it totally crystal clear about what what we're talking about yeah here. um anyway i'd said that uh nanga parbat is the game of unfamiliar animals forming familiar shapes yeah no, meaning okay triangle Tri- meaning triangles. mainly triangles and lines triangles and, yeah 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 yep uh, animals I, that i'm not totally some of them i'm a little more familiar with than others but some of them i didn't even yeah. know existed um yeah and same here. uh 
putting them into triangles. Yeah, yeah, taking yeah. Them out of triangles, actually. Yeah. Or taking them out of triangles. Well, putting. Yeah, that's a good point. Taking them out of triangles, but sometimes. Uh, oh yeah, but sometimes you make other shapes. But I guess that's with your people and your base camps. Anyway, Andrew, <laughs> my one sentence summary for Nanga Parba and. By now they've it's all crystal clear to them what this game is, but right, you know, of course I'll just they don't, they don't need I'll, another one. But I'll yeah. just go a little bit further, make it a little bit more crystal clear. I say this is the most fun you'll have prepping a territory for visiting rich white people. The game, <laughs> <laughs> because Andrew, uh, in case you know everyone out there is dim, you know what I mean, and they still haven't gotten it. You know what I mean, which is on you, not us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, the truth is, so this game is, so it's set on the mountain of Nanga Parbat in the Himalayas, and uh, you are essentially playing the role of uh, a guide who is, um, and in this specifically in the rule book, it mentions Sherpa mountaineers, um, the Sherpa people from, uh, an ethnic people from um, Nepal, um, who mm-hmm. have just, you know, happened to have made a, a great career and have a great reputation as a as a people for being uh, mountaineers for being people who like guide folks who are climbing mountains um and rich you, people as you mentioned i mean come on if you're it's the poor people aren't climb going to the himalayas and climbing a mountain it's a very specific subset of people who are can even right. afford to do that but anyway um and uh so uh, what you're doing basically is on uh, every one of your turns, you're placing a hiker somewhere on the board. Um, and uh, in doing so, you also put them in place of, you remove an animal from where they are, uh, where they've been uh, placed on the board during setup. So basically you're taking an animal away, putting a hiker down in its place, um, and then seeing if you can score, and you do that. I think what is it, 15 hikers? So you you go through 15 turns of doing that, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, until the right. game ends. And Andrew, tell us a little bit more about uh, you know what's so crazy about this board and uh, what's so crazy about the scoring. Well, I mentioned triangles, right? So the whole thing is one big triangle made up of uh, how many? Six other, six smaller triangles. Oh, speaking so, of Hyrule, you know what I mean? <clears throat> <laughs> right. So you can imagine a triangle made out of smaller triangles. Wow. And uh, so on those triangles, you randomly, you know, throw out a bunch of different animeeples, which we'll get to in a second. And each each animeeple, you basically the the game you're trying to collect you know sets it's a set collection animeeples right? by the way andrew if people aren't familiar with that that is like the animal version of beeples right so <laughs> right well you've all you've all heard of you all beeples, know beeples so just use that right? as a as a frame of reference for what animeeples would be right of course yeah um so you have animals that might be living in the Himalaya mountains, and uh, so you're trying to uh, trap them, it says, in, in there, and then you leave one of your regular, you know, meeple, one of your hikers, in its place. Yeah. Now, each each triangle is kind of separated into six different spots in a triangle shape. What? So It's kind of like a food, yes, pi- so, like a food pyramid, right? You're, it's like, think about, like, uh, it's like yeah. one spot, and then two spots below that, and then three spots below that, and then four, you know, that kind of thing. Right, 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 right. Um, and so depending on which one of those you pick, like let's – you have to kind of use an example for this. Like if I if I uh, start out in the uh, one of the triangles and I pick the, the topmost animal in that triangle, I right? pick the one at the top of that little triangle, uh, 
Then the hiker little meeple is going to move up to the top triangle of the big overall triangle. And Pete's going to have to only choose from animals that are in the top triangle. Well, the guide and is going to move up there, right? So the, the hikers guide. are yeah, sorry, placed the in the okay, on the board. That's okay. And the guide the guide is placed is a little... next to where the next player on their turn is going right. to have to decide where to place a hiker. Yep. The, the guide the guide is like a little meeple but he's holding a stick, like a little walking stick. Yeah. Um and the, oh, and the regular well, hikers walking don't. stick, you know, just uh, acted acting like I thought it was. I don't know. Let me think. What's funny? A big <laughs> carrot or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. Oh, I thought he was what, blind uh, and uh, had a you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hiking a mountain. Um, hmm? The um, you heard it here first, the, folks. Andrew doesn't think yeah. they can do it. Okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean. Guiding up a mountain might be a little bit tougher, but hey, you know, more power to you if you can. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I like to think in this theme that, because it says that you're trapping the animals, so if you're the Sherpa and you you trap an animal and then you leave one of the hikers that you're guiding in in its place, be like, all right, see ya, I'm going to a different part of the mountain now. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, right. Bye. <laughs> I'm taking this animal I got my, with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm taking this animal. You can stay here. Have fun. Right. Uh, uh, and the well, instruction so booklet specifically says you're trapping them for like food and clothing, basically. So uh-huh, okay. Well, so so then so then Pete can choose from the top. In my example, he can choose from the top uh, triangle in this larger triangle. And let's say he picks bottom middle, then that'll send me on my turn. I can only pick from the ones that are in the bottom middle triangle of the larger triangle. Yeah. So it's like whatever space you choose from your little triangle, that's going to move. It's going to affect what the next person can choose from. So there's a lot of decision making on there. the bigger triangle. Um, yeah, exactly. On the bigger triangle, right? Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, you know, mechanic in that. I like it. Yeah, it really is. Real MC um, Escher moment or whatever tessellation. Yeah, exactly. of, it's an, you know, I don't know. You get it. Yeah, it's a non nangapar botception there. Going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. It's yes. Triangle within a triangle. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking and Inception, so uh, honestly, Andrew. I, I am only now, uh, by you saying that, remembering that I was going to maybe do that as some sort of joke. Yeah. Forgot it, and now have brought it back. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and just say well, it, it's mine, Andrew. I uh, I had it before you did, and then just well, forgot. Well, listen. Listen, uh, yeah, Pete texted me like last week and said that he was going to make an Inception joke about this game. Yeah. I remembered, and I was waiting for you to make that joke, and you mm-hmm. just kept saying MC Escher, mm-hmm. and I was like, enough. I'm just using this great joke, and I said it. Yeah. Uh, usually, uh, it's mine. Usually because, what you, know, I, you snooze, you lose on jokes. Yeah. That's that's kind of a typical me, is I usually just text Andrew, hey, I'm going to say this joke next week, you know what I mean? And he loves it, you know? Right. And then, uh, yeah, and then I steal it. But hey, snooze you lose. That's my joke now. Um, <laughs> the people were that's show it. business, baby. That's that's right. That's right. I just I'm just I'm rolling by in like my uh, convertible, smoking a cigar, and just you know, <laughs> hey, you snooze you lose. I you know I'm super rich because of that yeah. uh, Inception joke that yeah, I just made. The exhaust blows in my face as you drive away. Yeah, <laughs> splashing mud on you. You're yeah. like wearing rags on the. Side. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See you, Mister. Yeah. <laughs> You're like that could have been me. <laughs> it could have been me. Um, if I made um, that Inception joke. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then you know, by so by you take the animals onto like a, a little <laughs> personal board, a little collection, right? That's in front yeah. of you, and you leave your 
you know, um, certain colored meeple there. You're either, uh, there's either pink, you're either pink or blue in this, uh, game. Nice colors. Um, and, uh, and then you take the animal onto your board and then basically the last part of your turn is you see if you can score and if you want to score basically, because you only have five scoring cubes. You only have five cubes that you can place onto a scoring track to get those points so you do have to kind of be uh you do have to choose when you want to use a scoring cube to get points um and the way that you can do that is by three things right andrew uh you can try and get all the same type of animal so all of the uh, all of the gray ones or all of the brown ones or whatever Mm -hmm. you try and get as many of those as you can right or you can try and do like, like a straight. Like I think of this as like in terms of like poker, right? Oh, <laughs> Instead of like yeah. four of a kind, it's like all different ones. So you might, if you have like five different animals, that's worth quite a few points. So you could score on that way. Mm-hmm. Or you could score by having a bunch of your hikers, your meeples, on the board that are touching each other. Right. And if they're all touching each other, then you can score like the more that are touching each other. So, so yeah, that adds another kind of layer an erotic, of strategy. It takes kind of an erotic turn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> they're adjacent to each other right, on the mountain. Okay, that's how I should have said. Yeah. Ah, jeez. Um. Yeah. So. Ah, jeez. Yeah, and so when you do that, then you actually take them off uh, and put little tent. Uh, are they called teeples? Maybe they're tent teeples. I don't know. <laughs> tent meeples, teeples. Yeah, and it creates what they refer to as a base camp. At that point, it's yeah. like uh, it's like a bunch of oh yeah, like a certain number of hikers in a row, or t- you know, touching each other, touching um, each other. Yeah. Then get turned into teeples, which then forms one you know one uniform grouping of them, which they refer to as a base camp. Uh, yeah, and you can and each of those three categories, you can you know. Uh, do it with like three of them, like three people touching, three different animals, three same animals. You can do it with four, four people touching, four. Different. And um, and each one of those, you know, parts of the grid or whatever, you know what I mean. Um, it, you can only it can you can only place one scoring cube in them. So only one person in every game is going to be able to score the points for the four person base camp. And only one well, this... person in every game is only is going to score the points for these having six of the same animal, etc. You know what I mean? This causes a kind of a race. It's like a yeah. balance balancing act between like you know, uh, which do I want to go for first, and do I want to like try and get them as quick as I can, or do I want to diversify and go yep. for a couple different things? And so. you and like definitely a lot of like looking over at what your opponent is doing and like yes. basing your actions on like well they already have that I'm not gonna go for that or something like that yeah right I did that a lot playing this game it's like yeah. oh Pete's going for all the same type of animal okay well I'm mm-hmm. gonna go for all different type of animal because right. he's already got that one locked up you know or so. Um, you can play it a little bit defensively and be like, oh, Pete's going for all the same animal. I'm going to use the guide uh, and, like, send him to a region where he can't, where that animal is not even in there. So it, all, it ruins not his available. plans. You know what I mean? And then maybe I can swoop right. in. You know what I mean? And yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So much strategy there. And it, also you want to be conscious of uh, meeples that are touching each other, right? <laughs> because you don't want to Oh, send, I'm conscious send... of it, Andrew. Yeah, right. You want to be conscious of that. Uh, no, but you don't want to send the uh, your opponent to 
a triangle where that then you know they might have a lot of their meeples already there because yeah. if they're going for the base camp, the right. high score base camp or whatever, right, right, right. That. So it's just um, a ton to think about. And then throw in Pete. We haven't even talked about the special powers that all the animals oh have. Oh my gosh, Andrew, you're gonna be loving these things. So there is, I don't know, I, I probably should know. What is there like five different animals? Um, there's <laughs> red pan. They're all you know uh, based on animals that I'm, would exist in the Himalayas. So. They got, I got red, a list. I, red I wrote pandas. them out here. Actually, everybody loves red pandas, right? Well, first of all, they've got a, they've just got a, like a joker, like a, uh, you know, um, what's the word here? Um, the one that can, the one that can count for any of them. Wild know? card. Wild card. They got one of those. Mm-hmm. Then they got actual ones. They got red pandas. They got snow leopards. Uh, then it starts to take a turn into things that you definitely haven't heard. Of probably they got barals, um, they've got tars, and they have uh, ooh baby, what's one of the ones I'm missing here? Musk deer. Oh, uh, the... a musk deer, right? Not a musk ox, a musk deer. Which uh, are these deer? You got to look these bad boys up. They're deer that have fangs, like big fangs coming out of there. Vampire, t- vampire deer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then I, they have. I thought it was uh, a joke when I saw the picture. I was like, "This is not a real animal. This is photoshopped." But it is. It's a real it's animal. Crazy. It's crazy. And each one of those animals has a. Uh, you can activate them when they're on your board, um, and you just move them from the space where you keep them in your collection to like having been activated. Um, and they can each do different things when you activate them. Um, and it's not, you know, it, it's it's not based on the animal. It's you know, it's just kind of like a. Uh, <laughs> it's not linked to the. Right. It's not like it's not like you can hit somebody with your horns or something like that. It's it's um, like 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 in Great Plains or something like that. You know what I mean? It's it's um, you know, one of them is you can move, you can swap to adjacent hikers. So you can start messing with your person's placing of their hikers. Right. One of them is you can swap two animals anywhere on the board. One of That's them uh, is, yeah, it is a great player. One of them is you can swap a hiker and an animal that are touching, um, which, hey. That's, right. for, that's forbidden. Um, and one of them is uh, the red panda. Just if you're not in the lead, it just gives you a point, which is kind of cool, too. So it's like some very yeah. interesting, very interesting stuff to, that can modify the we board. We didn't even mention the, uh, the yak, which is <clears throat> the one that can uh, – that one you can actually move the guide to a different triangle. Oh, so, my God. Uh, I love that if one. If you don't like where – yeah, if you don't like where your opponent sent you, you could be like, no, well, actually, I'm going over to that the other side of the board with this wow. with the yak. Wow, so. wow, wow, I love it. Uh, and there you have it, folks. There are some animals, these wild animals that you got that you'll come to love in this game. Um, and that's it. So, like I said, you you have uh, each on each turn you have to place a hiker, so you have to swap you know an animal out for a hiker. Um, and you can choose to activate an animal or not at any time during your turn. Uh, once it's activated, it still can count towards your point total. So it just is a question of whether it's the right time to activate it or not. Once you do use an animal to score it, you can't activate it any longer. It goes off your board. So use it or lose it for the activation, for the powers. Um, I would which say is that about animals. Too. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, and then because there's 15 uh, turns in the game for each person... So, and you have five scoring cubes on a third of your turns, you should be thinking about scoring. And so it's like, it's a pretty tight 
game and a pretty tight race for yeah. these points that are on the board because every category, every you know, every spot you can put your scoring cube is a slightly different number, um, and so you might get towards the end of the game and realize it's like, oh no, like I don't have enough turns left to go for what I wanted to go for. I got to go for something lower now. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely fascinating. Definitely some compromises you have to make towards the right. Yeah, you have to make some compromises toward the end of the game because you. Uh, I, I just don't. Uh, we might have had one game where we were scoring all the top. I think we. It's it's definitely a game of optimization. It's like how can I yeah. score the most points in this very constrained you know amount of turns that I have here. Right, right. It's like if you're listening at home, uh, you might think to yourself, well, whatever. I'll just. I'll just go for the highest score that's available on the board. You know what I mean? Like, how is this hard? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how is it a hard decision or whatever? But it's like, by the end, you don't have that choice based on what you've done during the game. It is like, it is short Very... enough um, mm -hmm. that uh, if it were a longer game, it wouldn't be as good, honestly, because the yeah. part of the tough decisions towards the end are that you just run out of time and you have to figure out and so you're looking at what your where your players at, where your opponents at on the board, like how many points they have, and you're like you're doing the math in your head, and you're like, uh, if I well, if I get a red panda, it moves me up one spot, um, and then and then if I score for four points, it'll put me here, you know, yada yada yada. Oh, there's another thing about the scoring, which is a, kind of a small thing, but a cool thing, which is if you were to land on the same spot on the scoring track as uh, as your opponent so this is not the thing you know this is not the part where you get a certain amount of points which we said can only be occupied by one but this is on the keeping track of your points scoring track um if you were to land like on the scene it has a yeah has a track like carcassonne where you move oh yeah baby you keep, um you know like like you often see around the border of some board games or whatever this one just happens to be its own thing um if you were to land on the same spot as someone else you also there can only be one on this thing too so you just move ahead one you just bump in front of get them an extra point as a, as a result so that's a whole nother strategy thing you know what i mean like because it's like <laughs> well, you can kind of do a combo where you know you're going to land at the same spot as somebody and just get a free point that way that came into my strategy a couple times when we played this where it you was rascal. like uh <laughs> where honestly I was like uh, oh I could I have two different choices here I could score for you know the same type of animal or a different type of animal or whatever it was and uh, maybe it was probably base camp or like at one of the animals and um, I think at least once I, I, I was like oh I'm going to go for actually the one that's worth le fewer points right now right because I know if I get that one I'm going to land right on Pete and then get an extra point and right. points I mean every extra point counts in this game because yeah. at least when we played and we played this game a lot yeah. um Every game was decided, almost every game was decided by one point. I mean, if yeah. it ended like two or three points, somebody ended two or three points ahead, it was like a complete blowout. Right. <laughs> it was like, I crushed you. I beat you by four points. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, and it's like, <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Like, most people would hear that and be like, what are you, what are you talking about? But it's, it's that tight of a scoring of a game, which is honestly, I also like that, Andrew. It always comes, it always comes down to the very end. I mean, unless you're playing against somebody who's never played before, maybe, but, yeah. uh, yeah, it's 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 a close one. Yeah, um, and real quick, I I can't let the explanation of the game go without mentioning that the the theme itself is a bit tenuous. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, I'm no expert on mountaineering, uh, but um, 
you know, every time I think I see something that I don't think is true, it does turn out to be true. So that is, you know, uh, in this game, at least, you know what I mean? Um, so like I did, I, w I immediately was like, oh, you're making a name, you're making a game and you're saying there's Sherpa in them. And I was like, well, but I, lo I just looked up Nanga Parbat. Nanga Parbat is in Pakistan. Pakistan. So why would you right. have Sherpa or whatever? But then I just read a little bit more, and it's like, well, Sherpa do travel to the mountains because it's it's their job. They they, they can right. make money from that, so of course they would travel. And I'm like, okay, fine, you win this one. You know what I mean? Um, and then I was like, uh, I was like, well, is it true that they what you're saying that they're doing maintenance on the mountain routes before the climbing season begins? You know what I mean? Like in getting you like the rule book says you're going around like prepping base camps. It's like, is that something they really even do? And I think I finally got them and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, they they do prep them before then. I'm like, all right, fine. You know, what I, mean? I think the only thing I would say where I think I got them is like I, I do doubt that people are like trapping animals for food and clothing on the mountain. Like, why would you combine the difficulty of climbing a mountain with then the difficulty of like hunting and trapping? You know what I mean? Like, I think they, oh, right. The, honestly, I, I was reading that on mountain climbing expeditions, they do just bring, I don't know, like granola bars and like 10, like 10 yeah, right. mackerel and like a bunch of like legumes and stuff like that, you know, soup and stuff. So it's like, I, uh, well, Pete, I, I I'm about to clear all this up for you because really? I did look into the history of this game. Well, one one last thing before you clear that up oh. for me, Andrew, is that I did watch the creator of this game. You and I both yeah. watched. I think him explain the rules, and he did. He didn't even remember the names of the animals in it. So it's like yes. I. So tell me, Andrew, how much did he even? you know, have to do with the theme. Cause it seemed like he even w was just like, well, the themes, I don't know. I didn't even learn that. It's just, anyway, here's the game I created. Don't worry about the theme. It's you know? definitely, yes. I watched an interview with him and he did the same thing where he has to, he has to, he was telling the animals and he had to like, look at the rule book to like say the names of the animals. But yeah, I'm not going to hold it against him because no. of some things that he says in other things. Because, well, I'll get to that. Hold on. We'll, okay. we'll get to the okay. game here. We're getting, um, I'm let's getting start, ahead of Let's start right All at right, the top Andrew, here. Start, start at the beginning of the top of the mountain. Of this game or whatever. <laughs> Top of the order. Well, not too long ago, published in 2021. So, uh, wow, new game here. It does seem like uh, <clears throat> it does seem like it's, you know, not too long ago, but also seems like it is absolutely forever ago. And <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so just last year, but uh, published, uh, designed and published by a guy named Steve Finn, um, by a company called Dr. Finn's Games, and that's a company that he started to self-publish his own games. And I thought, okay, well, this guy self-publishes his own games. Just like when you do I, I was like, okay, this is some rinky-dink thing. But actually, he has developed a surprising number of games, Yeah. and some of which are pretty well-known in the board game board gaming world, yep. at least. Um, his most famous one probably is uh, Biblios, and yeah. uh, also Herbaceous, yeah, uh, which is pretty right. big. Um, and he developed that one with Eduardo Baraf of Pencil First Games, mm, which we talked about ooh, him before Pencil on First. our Skull Skullcollow yeah, episode. We mentioned him. So. Yeah, yeah, he worked with him on that. And I think didn't so, they didn't they just make Floriferous as like a follow up to oh, Herbaceous yeah. too? Hmm. There, are, yeah, there's a few those, different yeah. things. Yeah, so he's yeah, so he's cranking those out as well. Um, but all told, on Board Game Geek, he's got 83 games to his name. Oh my on, gosh! Uh, yes. Um, also, I was curious, the doctor in his, in Dr. Steve Finn, that refers to a PhD in philosophy that he got. So, philosophy. Uh, take that for what it is. 
Yeah, think that for what it's worth. Wow. You know, liberal arts education, see what it does for you. You're just a successful board game designer. Oh, yeah. Or maybe you just have a podcast that's, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Fine. And also, you, <laughs> you wake up and look at the sky every morning and just wonder what's up. You know what I mean? And The greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, Pete. Yeah, so you could have that, too. You, too, could have that if you go to a liberal arts college. Be like me and Andrew. Uh, (laughs) So he became, uh, Dr. Steve Finn, became a fan of Euro games in the early 2000s. And And he tried to make his own. You know what I mean? Right, of course. (laughs) Right. It's just like everybody. Um, He tried to make his own card game, which he called Scripts and Scribes, which actually Hmm. later turned into Biblios. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Um, And so during this process, he he was trying to make, like, high-quality, like, actual playing cards for this game, and he found it was almost impossible to get anyone to print high-quality cards in such small batches. So he he went out and, like, bought some big, like, card machine. It was, like, some giant machine, and he started his own business, like, printing custom playing cards for people. Okay. so that's actually how Dr. Finn's game started, was just just printing cards for people. Wow. So if I want, like, a picture of, like, Andrew's butt, you know what I mean? And (laughs) on, like, like the jack or whatever. Right. Uh, And then the queen is, like... Uh, Andrew's calves or something like that. Okay, right, I'll exactly. reach out to him. All right, then you could put all your playing cards into uh, you know a picture and just you know have a fully formed Andrew Miller right on your yeah. table there. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so because like of the con- <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So like Voltron or the Power Rangers. Um. Because of the constraints of manufacturing everything himself, he said he was con- kind of conditioned to make games that are small and quick because a lot of his first games, because he was also sort of designing games at this time, and uh, a lot of those first games, he would actually put them into VHX, uh, VHS boxes. Um, I was about and, to like, say, he put, put them in VHX boxes? Now, this I got to <laughs> hear about. You know what I mean? VHX box. Microsoft VHX box. <laughs> um... So anyway, he had a picture on his website. It looked pretty cool. So, uh, so eventually he just shifted to, you know, focusing on designing games and left the manufacturing to other people. So he doesn't. Unfortunately, Pete, he does not still make custom uh, playing cards. Oh. So sorry about that. All right. Well, somebody but else reached still... out to me. If you... <laughs> but he still tries to make small games. That's kind of what he focuses on. He doesn't usually make real huge games. Yeah. Um, and he said that he likes the Reiner Knizia type games. And yeah. he said, "quote." He doesn't mind a pasted-on theme. Oh, ho. <laughs> so that's what you're referring to. This the, he he is the first to admit that this is a pasted-on theme. So I don't yeah. feel too bad saying. And that that's it is a breath of fresh on. air because it's like I don't really mind it either. I guess as long as you're like upfront about it, you know what I mean? And, right. Yeah. You know, right. And as long as you don't like do something offensive, essentially, which he didn't do in this right. case, in my opinion. But no. Yeah, it's not it's not necessarily like cultural or anything like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. you know about mountains. Um, but anyway, he uh, <clears throat> you know I, like like I said, I think that's evident with this game. Uh, he also likes games with rules that you can learn in five minutes or less, and I think that's also ah also yeah, true this is this a quick one. learn. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got pretty simple rules. Yeah, but um, yeah, and he said he said with almost all of his games, not all, but almost all, the mechanics of the game comes first and then the theme comes later so he's, he's not a big on like you know yeah thinking through the theme very much right um so the idea for this game came from 
this is something that I had learned about a long time ago and I forgot existed. There, uh, the big version of tic-tac-toe, sometimes called ultimate tic-tac-toe. Have you ever played this game, Pete? Oh, this is, I this have is when you have a, it. yeah. Well, it's simple. Anybody can play it out there. If you, if you're looking for a better version of tic, cause you know, two grown adults, you're playing tic-tac-toe. If you've ever played tic-tac-toe before, it's going to end in a tie, right? Yeah, there's so the a reason way to play... there's not an episode of Two Can Play That Game about Tic-Tac-Toe. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but maybe we could do about this game. The, the fun version of Tic-Tac-Toe is mm. Ultimate Tic-Tac-Toe. It's oh, a three by three, three by three square of Tic-Tac-Toe boards. Yeah. And so just like a, it's like a Tic-Tac-Toe board made out of Tic-Tac-Toe boards. Right. Whoever so... wins the Tic-Tac-Toe board gets uh, wins a, one a square of the larger Tic-Tac-Toe board. Is that the idea? Well, so well, whichever quadrant, or I don't know if they're quadrants, whatever you know, nine is, uh, uh, whatever you, whatever space you pick, that will send your the next player has to choose from, just like in this game, you have oh. to choose from that on the larger uh, square of tic tac toe boards, oh, right? Okay. So if I take, oh, if so I that if I put existed. my, okay, right, if I put my X in the top top right or whatever um, space, then Pete has to put his O up in the top right tic-tac-toe board that's across there. So he doesn't even get to respond to my spot yet. Wow. Until it comes back around. And I think the rule, I didn't look it up, but the rule is like the first person to win three of the boards wins the whole game or something like that. Hmm. Kind of reminds me of uh, <laughs> Nanga Parbat. Yeah, it's like the exact same thing. So, yeah, he just lifted that idea right for this, but, you know, changed it around to be a triangle shape instead of a big square. Yeah. And so that's that's where the theme came in, baby. It was he turned it into a triangle and he said, "Hmm, what does this look like?" <laughs> and he said, "Oh, looks like a mountain. Oh, looks like a bunch of mountains. A mountain. Classic and, triangle yep. stuff." Yeah. So uh, kind of funny that he... they don't have we don't have mountains in other shapes, huh? Interesting. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Just being a guy who has a conspiracy theory about. Interesting how all mountains seem to be triangles for some reason. And this reminds me of a funny. Can I go on a? tangent here there's a funny yeah. story this just, just just happened the other day uh my son who is four he was talking about how he wanted some special treat some special thing and he's like i want a marshmallow that's shaped like a mountain we had these before we had these before dad it's, it's a marshmallow shaped like a mountain i'm like what are you talking about we've never had a marshmallow shaped like a mountain and he's like yeah it's like orange and yellow and it's a mount it's a marshmallow shaped like a mountain he's talking about and candy corn going on for like andrew <laughs> Yeah, Did I get it was it? going on for like forever, and yes, he was talking about candy corn, and uh, so he wants candy corn right now, even though it's not uh, Halloween time. But this was going on for days and days, where he's talking about marshmallow shaped like a mouse. Also, so Andrew, true, true psycho me. hours. Candy corn, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll eat it when it's around, and then I'll always go like, oh yeah, no, I'm good. You know, <laughs> it's not bad. It's not. It's not horrible. Uh oh, it's not like. It's not like peeps, you know. That's that's terrible. That's a marshmallow. <laughs> looking that's over, a bad looking over at thing. the audience, listening right now, and pointing, pointing at Andrew and going, oh, oh. <laughs> "Apple, um, apple doesn't anyway. fall too far from the tree, I guess." You know? <laughs> All right, can we get back to this game? Uh, so he said, "Okay, it's a mountain theme," uh, but the big trouble came in thinking like, "Okay, what are the resources that you're going to be having on a mountain? Like, what are you going to be?" collecting on a mountain yeah and so he came up with animals even though he fully admits that these animals would not be living that high up on the mountain oh uh, you know, okay so even though these are animals found in the himalayas they wouldn't be in the areas where people would, are climbing right i got gotcha. you 
Exactly, because it's all just there's no plants up there, right? So they there's would not be up living there. up there. We shouldn't be up there, right? <laughs> Nobody should be up. There. Nobody should be it's up there. That's kind of the point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he admitted in one interview that I watched the theme is just very loosely. He, he was like, the, the, he's like, this is where the theme just kind of breaks down. It's just very loose on there. You know? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's not a... But it looks great. You know what I mean? Like, the, oh, it does They look did a great, great job yeah. with the production of it. It looks really nice. So. so then, yeah, he said that the fun part of the game really came, like, when it really clicked was when he decided to give the animals different powers. And that's when it was like, mm. oh, okay, this is a cool game, you know? Yeah, so, baby. And then they did a Kickstarter... And it was a big hit. Um, so that's that's the game. Oh. I did also, just real quick, looked up a little bit about Nanga Parbat, the actual mountain. Uh, fun facts here. It's the ninth tallest mountain in the world. Wow. And But it's nicknamed, as we said before, the Killer Mountain. Mm. Nickname. <laughs> like it, everything I read said the nickname, nicknamed the Killer Mountain. Andrew, like the, ninth, the ninth uh, highest mountain in the world. How many squares in Ultimate Tic-Tac-Toe? Nine. Coincidence? I don't <gasps> think so. Did I just blow oh your mind? Oh my gosh! Maybe that's why he picked it. But then he changed it to six triangles in this one. But mm. yeah, okay. Maybe there's another. Oh, may, oh Andrew, six, nine. <laughs> that's oh. pretty funny. So I, yep. think just, I think we cracked that. Right. And if you want to play uh, one game night a month with Pete and I, you can join our Patreon. At the <laughs> yeah, at the sixty-nine level. dollar level. Yep. It's very I'll funny. Just say that. Patreon.com slash two can play that game. Makes sense why um, uh, this game costs $420. And folks, if you want to join, if you if you want to play a <laughs> game a month with Andrew and I, but the $69 level gets taken, uh, currently open, by the way, um, then you'd have to go ahead and uh, fork over $420 a month uh, because there's yeah. they each only and have one, I'll say, one slot. Know what I mean? I'll say, Pete, as an additional thing, if you can't get enough, if you want to play two game nights a month, you can take both spots. I don't care. Just yeah, take both of those. that'd be $489 a month that you'd give to us. Yeah. But double... It's affordable. Funny. Double funny. Yes, double funny. Anyway, uh, Nanga Parbat nicknamed the Killer Mountain. Very cute nickname on that mountain. Yeah, um, cute. And it's, it's very dangerous, and it's actually the most deadly by proportion of people who attempt... Like So a lot more people try to climb up uh, Mount Everest, and a lot more people have died on Mount Everest. But yeah. you know, in proportion to how many people attempt this one, yeah, more of them well, will die. It's probably because they're getting stabbed by the musk deer's <laughs> fangs. It's Andrew, a you know what I mean? it's a real dangerous neighborhood up there on uh, Nanga Parbat. There's yeah, you don't want to go through. There's red pandas. Yeah. There's snow leopards. <clears throat> Um, I actually I don't go on YouTube and look up Nanga Parbat because there's a bunch of heartbreaking uh, stories on, on there about people who have died ooh, on the mountain. So it's a terrible. Well, yeah, it's a bad Andrew, um, um, I will not go on YouTube and look that, that stuff up. But I did go on the internet and look this stuff up. How about you review on this? Oh. Review on this. Yeah, that's right. It's a review on this. Andrew, I went and looked up reviews of this game, Nanga Parbat, and I tried to pull some of the ones that I think are just wacky enough to talk about. And also, heck, let's go ahead and assume what's going on with these folks' lives. Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10, and they wrote, 
a game which is in filler territory given the playtime and low complexity, but feels like a game you'd want to propose as a game night main course as well. Okay, Andrew, we got another guy eating board games here. This has come <laughs> up before, but uh, I don't know why this keeps happening, Andrew. Some people evidently never learn that they're supposed to play these games not serve them up as a main course or a filling filler meal know what i mean these people are nuts yeah this is the kind of person who would like make a segment if they ever did a podcast they would like make a segment about what part of this board game would you eat first yeah you know? in like that kind of thing. sanity andrew Insane now let's move kind of on to you. hungry hungry host <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, um, um, this person gave it a 6 out of 10. They said, this will often be a fun experience for those that like the GIPF series, the G-I-P-F series, and enjoy a battle of brains in a controlled environment. Andrew, I guess as opposed to an uncontrolled environment, like... What's that? You know what I mean? Of course it's a controlled <laughs> environment. You're playing a board game. What are you going to be playing a board game on the Titanic as it sinks? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty maybe. controlled. You know what I mean? Well, maybe maybe they're thinking that, hey, you don't want to play this game if you're trying to, like, summit Nanga Parbat. Yeah, like, That's right. They're like, I can see how you might, you know, how you got confused. <laughs> but don't play this, you know, while you're on artificial oxygen you know what i mean at eight thousand, yeah, you know whatever in the air don't I mean, even know uh the, your yeah your fingers will freeze if you try and move your these things around freeze uh, if you're trying to move these things around yeah so get one of those uh get one of those shark mouth things that you get at the shore where you can squeeze it and the mouth opens <laughs> to move them around so that your fingers don't uh freeze andrew this yes, person shark yeah okay. this person yeah. gave it a 6.5 out of 10 they said Rating based on online matches on BoardGameArena.com. Go ahead and relax on the sponsored posts, bud. How about that, okay? <laughs> this guy's like, once again, that's BoardGameArena.com. Enter the promo code random person on the internet and get 20% off non You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> come on, bud. Uh, great site, but come on. Yeah, speaking of that, I want everybody to visit uh, Patreon. Yeah, speaking of that, Patreon.com/slash two can play that game, and you can get um, access to um, patron-only st streams of Andrew and I playing these games on BoardGameArena.com. Quite frankly, <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. There you go. That was Inception. That was a that, that was a plug was, inside of a plug. You know, that was what I like to call the ultimate tic-tac-toe plug, Andrew. <laughs> Um, this person gave it a 7 out of 10. They said, very early rating, but this is a frisky little game and a crunchy half hour. Got a nice little onion for my partner and I to peel into with this one. Gorgeous, special little production. Okay, bud, hold on. We got to talk about how you describe stuff, right, Andrew? Because I'm not saying you can't wow. use frisky and crunchy and comparisons to onions, like all within three sentences of each other, but... <laughs> you got to give everybody a warning if you're going to be doing that. Like you got to wear a sign that says like, "Hey, this person's descriptions of the things will startle you." You know what I mean? Some sort of, <laughs> you know, it's got a sign's got to have like a yellow triangle and an exclamation point inside of it or something like that. You know? Can I just say some of these people who are reviewing things on Board Game Geek just take themselves way too seriously with these reviews. Yeah, I'm it's getting like... notes of blueberry from the, you know, it's like, all right. <laughs> 
right? It's like, like, come on, we're just reviewing some board games on the internet here. Yeah. Like, relax. relax. Me- meanwhile, the guy that created it is like, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> I just had this idea where you put things down. It's actually kind of like ultimate tic tac toe. And, and this person's like, ooh, I've got a crunchy onion to, you know what I mean? Anyway. He's like, yeah, I don't know. the like theme it. doesn't really make any sense, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Just play the game. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, just play the game. <clears throat> uh, this person gave it a 7 out of 10, They and they said, cute, real cute. And I can't tell, Andrew, whether it's earnest or sarcastic. Like, I can't tell whether, there's, <laughs> whether they're like, cute, it's real cute, or whether they're like, yeah, cute, real cute. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> real cute. This is written by a... Uh, by a yak or a red panda or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, yeah, we're cute. Real They're cute. like, look, this is you. You're in the game. Like, uh-huh, cute. Yeah, real cute. Anyway, you got any carrots? You know what I mean? Uh, Andrew. I'll say red pandas are real cute, though. They I'll are, honestly, real cute, though. Yeah, look those bad boys up on YouTube instead of horrible tragedies. Did you know that... They're also called uh, the Firefox. That's what they uh, really. Like, and like is the, that uh, where like the web browser? They is that what the browser is alluding to? Because it's I definitely so. not a red panda as their symbol. Right. It's like clearly but, an actual uh, fox, like it, with the ears and the tail and everything like that. Hmm. Yes. Although I now I'm thinking about it, I did hear that in a YouTube video about red pandas, and so. It, probably not true because you know the yeah, internet's not true point. i should i should go look that up well in, also like, uh, vulpix or whatever what's <laughs> a flareon is also technically <laughs> firefox andrew so uh, well we're getting All into right. uh, pokemon oh, here. Boy. Yeah, okay. gotta get out um Andrew. Ooh, now we're talking. Let's let's reskin this game all with uh, Pokemon. Ooh. Well, Andrew, been... you're getting a little bit of jumping a little bit ahead in this episode here, Andrew. Okay. Sorry. Um, this is 7.5 out of 10. This person gave this one. They said, "My only complaint is that when your score goes past 25, there is no way to denote it. You just have to remember." Now, Andrew, I'm gonna give this one the big old <laughs> nah. It's actually not hard at all to remember when you go past 25, Andrew, um, because there's just no way in the world that the person that you're playing with is like 20 points behind you. It's like way too, it's way tighter than that. So it's like you and your opponent are at typically at most like 10 points away from each other. And even that is like maybe the beginning of the game or something like that. It's like you're usually within like three to five points of each other so it's like you know when you are have made a lap around the 25 point like you know uh, also track or whatever and coming yeah. back around also you're putting your cubes up in the scoring section so you can clearly see did i put any cubes up there yeah, oh point. yeah i must be around the thing yeah uh, exactly it's just i ju- this is <laughs> just this such a fabricated like complaint i just don't understand yeah this person is playing one move every year, and they come back to it and can't remember. Yeah, they're like, like oh, on the thing again? Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, Andrew, this last one, this person gave it a perfect score, 10 out of 10. Um, yes. And they said, pretty fun, ultimate tic-tac-toe game. Huh? Everyone oh. likes red pandas. Uh, now, <laughs> Andrew, props to this guy for just doing stream of consciousness with no filter as his board game reviews. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, it, you know, he's like, awesomely good Candyland MMORPG. The sky is red. Everybody can lick a lollipop. 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, he's just throwing stuff in there in that pot. You know what I mean? Everybody likes red pandas. Pretty fun ultimate tic-tac-toe game. Everybody loves red pandas. Bye. You know what I mean? Like, all right. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, speaking of stream of consciousness, uh, that's actually uh, that's actually the new therapy, uh, you know, 
thing thing I do with oh, my right? thing I do with my therapist Andrew. Uh, oh, is oh, right? oh, actually he's here, but for another reason. It's it's Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. Well, come on in, Dr. Fraser Crane, and uh, you know, don't don't give us any therapy right now because yeah. uh, we're in the middle of a podcast here. Don't, don't uh, look. Do he's like he's like trying to do. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Nah. he's like got his notepad out. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, do help us count down the top ten phrases that you'll hear someone say while playing the game of Nanga Parbat. Number ten. Oh, I'm scared of heights. I think I'm gonna yak. Number nine. Musk deer, eh? Well, let me just look up what this is. Oh, my God. Number eight. Pete, the thing that first attracted me to you was your musk, deer. Number seven. Snow leopard, eh? Let me just look this up. Ooh, my God. Number six. Hey, that's a nice jaguar, but it's snow leopard. Number five. Baral, eh? Well, let me just look this up and... Oh, my God. Number four. Well, it looks like you got me over a barrel with this one. Number three. Tar, eh? Well, let me just look this up and... Ah, my God. Number two. This reminds me of the time I saw a panda in the library. It was a well-read panda. Number one. Red panda, eh? Let me just look this up. Oh, my God. Hey, all you out there in podcast land. Yeah, we're just popping into our own show to interrupt and uh, tell you about a little something we got called Patreon. Um, I know that a lot of you maybe uh, remember the 90s. Pete, do you remember the 90s? The 90s, the 90s. Hmm, sounds familiar, but remind me um, what that was like, Andrew? Okay, yeah, the 90s was pretty much you were on the playground playing a game called Pogs, okay? Little card- Oh, now I remember Pogs. Yes, little cardboard discs with uh, cool illustrations on them and different designs. Well, do you want to get access to some custom Pogs uh, that are all thematically related to your favorite podcast, Who Can Play That Game? Well, you can if you visit us on Patreon. You can have access to... We'll mail physical pogs to you uh, in the mail. And you can touch something that Pete and I have touched with our hands. It's it's collectible each month. Different designs relating to each episode and other running gags that we have here on the show. Really cool collector's item. So I'm going to get one pog a month, Andrew? That's Uh, that's not bad, I guess. No, 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 Pete. That's a set of six pogs every month. Every month I'm going to get six pogs. Each pog has an individual design on it that relates to my my favorite podcast in one way or another, whether it be an inside joke or a specific episode or... That's right. Wow. You can check that out if you visit Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash two can play that game podcast. So check it out today. Okay, I'm just about to do it. Actually, you know what? I'll just bookmark it and come back to it later because we got to uh, get back to the show, Andrew. Love break. Yeah, that's right, Andrew. It's time for Love Break. This is, of course, the part of the show where we take our next move in our ongoing game of Fog of Love, Andrew. Yeah, baby. You know, real quick recap. I'm a big chef, flower hat, very muscular. Um, (laughs) You, internet celebrity, squeaky voice, old cell phone. Do we need to say that every time? I feel like we say that every time. Well, okay, whatever. I love (laughs) saying it, I think is the bottom line. (laughs) Anyway, we are in the second chapter of our relationship, Andrew. It's been a little rocky at points, you know what I mean? Now it is my turn to play a card, play a scene. Okay. 
into the second chapter of our relationship, Andrew. And I've chosen one, Andrew. You ready for this? Yes. Here you go. It is called Argument at the Restaurant. We can just go ahead and scratch out restaurant here and write Jimmy John's, of course. Andrew, <laughs> Jimmy John's, is, of course. Is, yes. That's the restaurant. Um, of course, it's the Jimmy John. I, it, says, it says, I can't believe you did that. This kind of thing makes me so mad. And then this is a both choose. How do you both okay. continue the discussion? So we're having a fight well, at a restaurant, Andrew. And so yeah, I'm going to say... Gotta fill, fill us in here. I'm going to say, we'll here, let about. me set the scene, Andrew. We, we're at Jimmy John's, but we've rented it, we've rented it out. Um, and... <laughs> So no, it's just us in there. Party. We're at a table in the middle of it. Um, the okay. candle lit, half the lights are turned off. Just one worker forced to stay after and serve us because uh, we put down the big bucks. Because I know I greased the wheels in the industry. Um, and right. um, people keep constantly going to the front door and trying to wrench it open. You know what I mean? Just, and realizing and then looking at the sign that says closed and walking away. Um, real romantic. Um, and Andrew, here is our argument is, Andrew, that you've got that old cell phone, of course. So you right. are beating my high score at Snake, Andrew. And I'm watching you beat my high score at Snake. You remember Snake on those old of course. Nokia's? Um, and the greatest cell phone <laughs> game. I think they should have just stopped after that. Yeah, honestly. it's just the I'm, greatest I'm not... game, honestly. You know what I mean? They um, should they should not have made any more apps. Yeah, after the pinnacle that one. of that apps. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, before Apple got its hand dirty little grubby hands on it. You know, back when Nokia was. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Andrew. Oh man, I uh, Of course, so of course, I don't like that. You're beating my high score. That's when I say the line on this card. I can't believe you did that. This kind of thing makes me so mad because I'm like, I'm saying to you, Andrew, I'm like, that's mine. Snake, snake is mine. You know, I love snake. Don't beat my high score at it. Like I don't, mm. I don't touch your graphing calculator and beat your high score at drug dealer on your TI 8084 <laughs> or whatever. Remember that game? Um, <laughs> oh, oh that got, yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was junior year of high school that math was class. Junior year of high school math class. <laughs> math class, yes, 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 yes. That's when you would right, because they would give you the calculator for the period, and then they would give it back from you, and you had to turn it back in. Um, Kids don't even know today. It's like it. I remember we had those graphing calculators, and somebody would have that game programmed on their graphing calculator, and they'd come in with like a a cord, and you had to like connect them and they had to like download it. you had to download it from theirs oh onto yours it's like, oh my god oh my man oh man man you had oh to man. really know what you were doing <laughs> yeah um yeah that was pretty intense anyway i'm like that's yours i don't touch that you don't touch snake you know what i mean that's let let me have right. let me have snake basically so of course i'm very mad and so now we we both got to choose okay um and option a is sorry honey you're right i'm wrong in that case you get a big bump in gentleness uh a also comes with the chooser if you choose option a you get minus two to your satisfaction to your happiness but the other person gets plus two because you're kind of self-sacrificing that's why you're so gentle option b is you know i'm right um 
where the chooser gets plus one to their satisfaction, but the other person gets minus one. So kind of kind of the opposite. It's not self-sacrifice. It's selfish. Leaning into the yeah. Argument you know I'm right about this. Right. You're being very stubborn. Uh, so you get a drop in your gentleness, and you get a drop in your um, sensitivity. And option C is let's stop this stupid fight. I love you and just want to have a good time with you. So, and in that one, just the person who chooses that one gets a drop in their satisfaction by one. Um, Because they are kind of like sacrificing, like they are sacrificing like winning the argument, but also they're not like, you know, they're not doing anything to resolve it or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so you that know is an argument about snake would come up later, right? So it's it's going to, you know, about. it's going to come back around because you didn't fully, right, resolve it. The, the snake um, resentment is still there. So you get a, so that, in that case, the person gets a bump in gentleness, but they get um, a drop in uh, whatever yellow is. <laughs> uh, not sensitivity. It is, uh, who cares, is the bottom line. Um, Oh, no, you know what? That is sensitivity. Yellow sensitivity. Um, with B, you get a drop in sincerity is what it was. Sincerity. I always right, get those two go. mixed up. Um, but anyway, there's also additional effects you'll see at the bottom of this card, Andrew, because if if we both choose B, the one where it's like, you know I'm right, the fight escalates dramatically, and we both get an additional minus two um, to our satisfaction. So it's like it just goes bad because <laughs> we're both so stubborn. Well, and if we both choose C, which is the one where it's like, let's just move on and try to have a good night, you know, kind of thing, then we both actually select a scene secretly from our hand and give it to the other person, um, and then we trade them, which is interesting. Wow. Okay. Well, all right. So think about what your character would do in this case, Andrew. I think I know what my character would do based on, again, the traits that we chose at the beginning of the game. Um, yeah. Which are secret. We don't know each other's. Um, so, Andrew, uh, okay, I have mine locked in. You have yours locked in? Yeah, I got it. Ready? I'm ready. On three. Yes. Three, two, one. B, baby, for me. Oh, you got C? Okay. So, okay, interesting. So, I did the you know I'm right. I'm kind of doing the stubborn thing, you know what I mean? (laughs) You're just mean. You're, um, you're mean about so this. So I one. get a plus one to my happiness, to my satisfaction. And you get a minus one there. And then you also get a minus one because you chose, as the chooser, you chose C, where yeah. you're like, let's just move on. Um, this is a stupid fight. I love you, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Wow, so you're really so aggressive, I, and I'm very yeah. submissive in this. Yes. Mm-hmm, <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm just like whatever, whatever. Let's oh, just move on. Stop. You're, I'm, I'm like Pete. You're making a scene. We're in public here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's just stop. Let's exactly. drop it. Drop it. Okay. <laughs> and so I lose that one I... person who's forced to work at Jimmy John's is looking at. <laughs> yes, us. that one person forced to look at Jimmy John's is like awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like 16 or whatever. They make ten dollars an hour. <laughs> uh, Andrew, um, that uh, so I'm gonna apply my effects here to my personality traits or whatever. So I. Um, I, I'm going to put a marker on the on one on the negative side of sincerity, one on the negative side of gentleness, and you're going to put one on the positive side of gentleness and one on the negative side of sensitivity. Okay. That's kind of, ooh, we're getting to know each other a little bit more as we play this game, Andrew. Okay. Now, you seem, you, Pete currently is much more satisfied in this relationship than I am, this is by true. the way. We, this we, is we were true. pretty close before, but now we're diverging on our satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, so, you kind of, uh, you went down by two there. We were, like, within one of each other, but you went down by two there, and I went 
up by one, so that's a three-point swing. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, wow, wow, wow. Just so you know how things are shaking out here in this relationship. Here. Fiction. All yeah. fiction. Andrew. Uh, <laughs> um, now, this is not fiction, Andrew. I'm telling you that my dang phone is ringing. And look at the oh. caller ID, Andrew. It does say, acquaintance. Acquaintance call in. Yeah, that's right. It's time for an acquaintance call in where we talk to somebody who many shows would refer to as a friend of the show. But for our show, I mean, you know, that would just be disingenuous. So let's just talk to an acquaintance, just someone we know. Andrew, please tell me the acquaintance that we have on the line today. Well, today, Pete, we got a very special acquaintance on the line. We have a board game Twitch streamer and just all around cool person, uh, Benita Kaur. Benita, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be your acquaintance. Hey, now we're talking. This is great. Andrew, finally someone who is happy to be our acquaintance happy instead to of be. absolutely rubbing our nose in it. This so, is already off to a great start. And she's already confirmed, right? You're just you're just our acquaintance. You're not our friend, just, right? Exactly. Just Perfect. your acquaintance. There I don't want to get in between the two of you, though. I technically I am oh. on the Zoom call in between yes. the two of you. Yes, so. yes, yes. Uh-oh, we gotta fix that. Hold on. Gonna get Zoom Tech on Shove the line way here. off to the side there. We don't need to have. Okay, get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> just a, just an insane call to make to Zoom Tech. Like, hello, yeah, can we help you? And it's like, hi, yes. On my Zoom call, there is a person between me and my own. They're, like, <laughs> they're just like move her right now. <laughs> it like makes them unionize. Uh, um, by the way, uh, just want to give a quick shout out to the Amazon Union that got yeah, good job yes. <laughs> that, that yeah. succeeded in New York. I don't want to. Uh, but anyway, just happened. Probably will be old news by the time Jeff Bezos will have blown them up by the time this actually comes out. But dark, um, dark, <laughs> dark. He, he is making a dark world. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Benita, we uh, are absolutely thrilled to have you on uh, because today's episode is about Nanga Parbats, um, which we very much enjoyed. And when we were trying to find people in the community who talking about it, played it, et cetera, um, I think it's a smaller circle of people who actually have an experience with this game. Yeah. Um, and so when we found that not only do you have experience with the game, you actually did an episode of your Twitch series, uh, Mukbang. Um, and <laughs> oh, no. Close I, enough. You were so close. It's fine. No, Mukbang you know, I think... and... Games. games yeah games. And games. <laughs> there we go um and you did your very first episode of this new series about nanga parbat and and tell us a little bit more about what the uh, conceit behind this series is sure so actually it was it's a relaunch so when i i actually started this series um last year like when the height of the pandemic because so a mukbang for those of you who don't know is like basically eating on camera and like people like tune in and watch like there's a bunch oh. of reasons why people do this but like the why I do it is because I used to enjoy like going out to dinner with friends but in the pandemic you couldn't really do that um, so like yeah. um like on Twitch like that community has become my friend so it's kind of like we're having a meal together and like playing a game together so I used to That's like awesome. do that once a month um but then the last like few months because of like the holidays it's kind of gotten like a little crazy so then Casey aka Brain in a Jar and I were just talking yeah. and we decided to relaunch it and now she is my co-host for that 
um, who's also a board game Twitch streamer, by the way. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's just like where the two of us are having dinner, we're playing games. We like to make sure the food that we're having appropriately matches the game because I think that's just like a fun little addition. For example, we it. played Nunga Parbit. Um, that's the Himalayans. And Himalayans are also known mm-hmm. for um, things called momos, which are like mm-hmm. kind of a variation of dumplings. Um, so I'm Indian and I grew up eating Indian momos. Like they're yes. fantastic. Um, so I was like, well, any excuse to have momos is a good reason. <laughs> That's a huge reason that actually motivated to why I actually played in the apartment because I wanted momos. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I see. So the food came first. It was the, the food. food. <laughs> it was the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, because we're, we, we actually, sometimes we have a segment on the show where we do snack pairings. We're like, oh, what kind of food mm. would pair well with this Oh my game? God. That is my favorite mm-hmm. thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but you're doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. You're like, what game would pair best with this? Food. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that. And and uh and yeah, you guys nailed it with that episode. I mean, um at that food looked delicious. Um it was such a fun time. Thanks. Uh and so we were like we were like we've been blessed to to have um <laughs> the ability to reach out to someone uh like you um who who uh, who we could talk to about this game with. So that that's great. Um Andrew yeah. What do you think? I, I just, I have this, I, have this I see your finger this, wagging over there. Yeah, because, <laughs> because we're doing a podcast and I've always, the number one rule of pod, not the number one rule, but one of the big rules of podcasting is people say they don't like it when you eat on mic, all the chewing, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so are there ever any awkward times when you're, you know, doing this show and you're, you're trying to, you have a mouthful of food and you're trying to say something or how does that work? I mean, come it on. does happen sometimes, but like, so I have the coat, but Casey's my co-host. So like, Casey, we'll yeah. sometimes like alternate like bites and everything. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of coordination. So, <laughs> it is coordination. It is coordination. But also like, you know, I like my mic's right here. So like uh, next to me, you can't, it's yeah. a podcast. My mic's next to me. So I can like move it aside. Like no one has complained. Also, when you like, yeah. it's in my title, Mukbang Games. If you don't like the sound of chewing, then just you don't tune in. I've never, <laughs> no one has ever not tuned in. Like my community shows up. It's a fun thing. Um, I will say, like my last Mukbang Games, we played God Tier. Um, so we had godly foods, um, which Ooh. is really really fun. So my godly food, because like uh, I was like I, I went the Greek mythology route. I had like a gyro, and um, let me tell you. Oh. Great, great, you know, bad idea to eat it on camera because I got white sauce everywhere. Do not recommend. Messy. <laughs> Messy. Yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, as soon as you said that, I was thinking of like uh, persimmons because aren't those, isn't yeah, that somehow related that, to Greek mythology? I don't know. I'm talking about my butt right now. Do you now. mean <laughs> pomegranates for like Persephone? Pomegranate. Yeah. Persephone. Pomegranate. Yes, it's pomegranate. <laughs> close, yeah, close. close enough. <laughs> yeah, I always get those two mixed up. And let me tell you, the, my, the grocery store hates me for it. No. Um, <laughs> they, um, well, uh, that's awesome. And I hope that people listening check that out, absolutely. Because, I mean, that, by now you have uh, a bunch of episodes up. So people can just get their fill of it, pun intended. Um, <laughs> I also, food, just, I also just do regular board game Twitch streams if yeah. you don't want to watch yes. me eat. Like, that is my normal right. schedule. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. You are full-time creating this content, basically. So when people yes. want stuff about board games, it's like, hey, listen come see Benita because she's got you covered. You know what I mean? No matter how much food you want involved or not. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. <laughs> I am very lucky. I get to play some like really cool and like new games. Like this week has been like fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got to do a full playthrough of 
um title blades 2 which is currently on kickstarter oh, yeah. well not when you hear this episode but like as of mm-hmm. april 7th yeah, in the past yes. kickstarter. Yes. and then last night i played founders of teotihuacan from board and dice mm-hmm. and then tomorrow friday i'm gonna be playing 10 penny parks from thunderworks yeah. uh so like some wow. fantastic wow. games this week people yeah. are drooling at home i think <laughs> so this at, is like at your this week. is like almost great almost every day with you then you're playing a new game it's like right? two to three times a week wow yeah. okay so <laughs> yeah that's a lot yeah. yeah that's good that's awesome though it's awesome you have any um maybe you can't reveal i don't know if it's like secret or whatever but do you have any ideas for future uh mukbang and games like when pairing with with a food uh ideas for games that compare with food yeah so um we want to do uh some like we want to have like a roll and write like night where we like play games mm-hmm. with um like chat as well so we're like yeah. putting out feelers and stuff. So like we haven't figured out the food. So in this instance, the, the game is going to come before the food. But that's not mm-hmm. always the case. <laughs> yes, yes. May I that's suggest maybe maybe Candyland? You know, you just get a bunch Candyland. Of, I, I'm looking forward oh. to it. Uh, I okay, think maybe. I will yeah. put that on the notes. <laughs> I will confer with Casey, and, being like, "Should ooh. we play Candyland?" <laughs> Pete, I think she's Uh-oh, on board. I think she's. I think don't link our name to it. We uh, Candyland is a running joke with us as as just in one of the universally like you know bad games basically sure. uh but but boy oh boy that would it would be fun to that if you're looking to eat food based on a game you know sign me up for donut land you know what i mean yeah um well with that busy schedule you probably don't get as much of a chance as as you'd like to get out and and do things like climbing mountains like they do in this game um but I, and I got it. God knows I don't do it. That's for sure. Andrew, Andrew's yeah. a sin as a real. He doesn't do it. Um, so I am not a hiker. You know, <laughs> yes, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'm a physical activity <laughs> yeah. that way. But that being said, I don't mind thinking about it every now and then. So I, I, my question for you is what food would you, you're a food master. What food would you take <laughs> on a mountain climbing expedition? Oh man. Wow. Okay. I feel like you got to take a lot of like non-perishables like mm-hmm, nuts mm-hmm. trail mix mm-hmm. they have yep. these like things that are just like fruit bars that it's just like mango and yeah. apples like dried together yeah they're like fruit so good yeah fruit and leather yeah. stuff but they're like mm-hmm. just a little bit more natural because it's like that's all it is so things like yep. that i feel like that yeah, would be good. Yeah. dried meat like beef jerky and things yeah. like that yeah yep. um, i think that's a great idea yeah uh have you ever heard of a is it gorp Wait, what's the oh, one that is making stuff up? Hold on, <laughs> it's it's the mix, and it's like raisins and peanuts is the RP of it. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna look this up. Hiking gorp, hiking gorp, hiking gorp. Be hiking gorp. Be careful when you do that stuff. I don't know. What They're like, did you mean hiping hiking group? Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Gorp, gorp. Hold on. It's um uh. Oh, it's, GORP stands for good old raisins and peanuts. That's it. <laughs> it's just raisins and peanuts. I can't say I'm a huge fan of raisins and peanuts. Wow, <laughs> not wow, a GORP wow. fan. We have well, it on record. Uh, we're going to have to end the call right now. No, just kidding. Uh, tune in to Andrew and I's GORP. We're tr- live streaming GORP eating. Um, <laughs> the only on, raisins I like are like golden yeah. raisins. Otherwise, I'm oh. not a huge raisin fan. Yeah, I I can understand for sure. Uh, but talk about fruit leather, the original fruit, fruit leather, raisins. That's raisins. true. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm gonna say. Try um, 
how about uh, how about just a favorite food to toss like in a bag for on the go? Well, you're not exactly climbing on a mountain as as we've covered. N- none of us are climbing mm. a mountain anytime soon. But what if you're just on the go? What are you grabbing? Are you still grabbing uh, G-Gorp, Golden? Good old, <laughs> wait. Uh, G-Gorp, uh, good old Golden Raisins and Peanuts? Popcorn is a really good one. Like there's like Popcorn's popcorn. Popcorn's a good one. Yeah, it's so versatile. So like the Trader Joe's has like really amazing like herb popcorn that I'm in oh. love, currently in love with. So maybe that. I feel like popcorn's having a revolution right now where they are just suddenly people are interested in like mixing it up with everything and it's yeah cool. i like it yeah i like popcorn mm-hmm. there's like <laughs> yeah. there's like 50 different types of flavored popcorn you can buy now i feel like it's it's, it's having a moment i've always been a fan of the caramel corn that you get on the boardwalk you know oh yes, yes. you've never had that pete you're looking at me like andrews well andrew's just kind of a he's just kind of an old-fashioned guy you know what i mean he's a good old <laughs> he's a good old you know Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks at the ballpark. Well, I mean, okay, so we're, we all discovered that we're East Coast. So we're very familiar with Boardwalk. Yeah. I will say, yeah. as a Maryland person, Ocean City's Boardwalk oh, is boy. better than your Jersey Boardwalk. Oh, boy. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Oh, say. boy. No, I, Ocean very, I, I uh, agree 100%. So it would be two to one if you're... Well, <laughs> haven't I'm even been to the Maryland to, let me, one. Let me, let me just say my piece on this real quick. Uh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. my response is Ocean City, New Jersey is is better than ocean city maryland i always hmm. would say that but i and why i had never gone to ocean city maryland and one time i Ugh. did go to ocean city maryland and i was like i was grud- i was like <laughs> the whole time i was like mm, i guess this is better okay fine. Yeah, yeah. it is better i've been to <laughs> oh, both yeah. i've been to both and i gotta say like our boardwalk blows your boardwalk out of the water yeah mm-hmm. it is it's pretty good um <laughs> yeah well i think the jersey shore is kind of maybe has been in trouble for a long time <laughs> so i think our boardwalk is kind of well, like it's just pictures of like calvin and Hobbs like smoking weed and like oh, no. shirts, shirts that say like my wife's uh hot but so is my other wife or so it's just bad just bad humor stuff bad humor I mean, shirts yeah and like, i mean that's like everywhere i mean i will say this like i did grow up call like i i've been to ocean city a bajillion times but i also sometimes call it ocean shitty right like that uh, is like i don't uh, know if you guys do that in mm-hmm. jersey but we did that in maryland we're like hey you got ocean shitty and i'm like yeah you know what we're talking about <laughs> we have a little bit too much pride the people that go there i feel like are uh don't know that they fall into that category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I haven't gone in a few years, but the last time I went, like I knew like exactly the experience I was in for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm self-aware yeah. to realize I think that boardwalk is the best part. But then like if you're going out and like things like that, you know you're in for a kind of a uh, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, Ty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's so funny because it's like you think about like like you know Frankie Valley or whatever back you know under the board. And it like used to be like, hey, it's hip. It's like it's a cool spot. And now it's like just where people throw their trash. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> people who go to Ocean City, New Jersey, I feel like you're right. They kind of trick themselves, but they're like, well, like, yeah, at least I'm not in Wildwood. And then people who are at Wildwood, <laughs> yes, people who are Wildwood are like, well. At least well, at least Atlantic not, City, you know. Blah blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, yeah. People uh, in Atlantic City yeah. are like sleeping on the benches there. So. I was gonna say people <laughs> in Atlantic City are uh, have unfortunately been um, <laughs> taken advantage of by the rich and are now uh, cast aside. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're yeah. not thinking about much. Anyway, we're talking too much. We're talking too much. <laughs> about anyway, hold here. on, Andrew. Just hold on. Just give him about. Take us. 
just need to take a second here and go ahead and blow up at um, some of these casinos real quick. <laughs> and it's good. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-oh, it better not happen in the meantime or else. Let's, I'm, you I'm, said I'm gonna it was okay to go off track. I will yeah, say. Oh, yes, <laughs> that is true. That is he's true. It, no, he's, he's Andrew just me. knows me and he's stop, right. He's stopping me from going into a, a <laughs> This could be an hour long thing. An anti-capitalist rant. I'm bringing so this back just, to board gonna, games yeah. here. Bringing this back to board okay, games. Okay, begrudgingly uh, bringing it back to board games. Benita, so we, we covered that you played Nanga nanga par but on, yeah. your, on your show we covered that right yeah. um we didn't even talk about what you think about the game the game we've been talking a lot about the mechanic of how you you know pick one and then it sends your opponent to the next area yeah. and you're collecting mm-hmm. all the different animals mm-hmm. and stuff what do you think what are your thoughts on the game i actually yeah. really enjoyed it so i have only played it yeah. a few times before i streamed it um mm-hmm. casey and i are both like pretty competitive and um mm. playing a competitive game while you're like eating and talking to stream and i run all the tech so like doing all that's a little tricky, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. um, I right. really like I would have if I I would have won if I, I know wasn't, I didn't you, have to, you right. won by an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I was eating a Momo when you won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's really interesting because the decision of like where to pick it because you're going to be thrown into the other region, but you want to make yeah. sure you're thrown into a region where you can come back. So you can start making those like groupings of people. So you can start making those groupings of tents. Like all mm-hmm. of that is like pretty interesting. I like, I also really like, you know, set collection games in general. And like, there's so many different mm-hmm. ways you can use these animals. And I love that each animal has like a variable like power. Yeah. Um, and the, the red animal, I forgot what it's called. The fact that like, you only get mm-hmm. points if you're like lower in scoring and then you get to like if you're one of uh, below you could actually can go up two points because you can't occupy the same space like yeah it had that i was able to like make that work once and i felt so accomplished because instead of getting one point i got two points yeah. i'm like ha suck it I know. <laughs> that, one's, that one's so cool because it's like every animal has a power but even that animal's power that one's like a red panda and even that yeah. animal's power is like technically it's like different in different game states you know what i mean yeah like, yeah and so like i find that very interesting too. sometimes i'll even um, take that one just even if i'm ahead i'll take that one because I'm like oh i don't want pete to have that you yeah know, no that's definitely that. hate drafting Clever. is a sacred thing so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right uh well speaking of red pandas i do have a question about that i don't know i don't know how much you know about red pandas the native themselves um but they're super cute like the internet loves they're them super and everything cute. like that um and uh but obviously in this game technically you're trapping these animals um and to be used for (laughs) for food or clothing and stuff like that uh so here's a question for you given the opportunity would you eat red panda meat what do you think Uh, andrew are you are you let's say somebody says oh here's a here's a dish this this wildly depends on the scenario because wait yeah if if i'm starving of course i will eat just about anything you're not starving let's say i'm not starving okay what if it's like a cultural thing like yeah i don't know if if any cultures even eat red like you're at somebody's house and they're like this is a common is red panda an endangered species it might be i think it might be no because if it's an endangered species i will have way i have a lot of ethical qualms but if it's not yeah yeah, i'm a carnivore i'm gonna eat everything (laughs) it is it is considered it is classified as endangered okay no we're not but but let's say let's say we love red panda meat so much we lead a charge to make them not endangered anymore then would you eat them I just think sure. they're so cute. In this hypothetical um, scenario. So the thing is, like, I I have this thing where, like, I really, really um resonate. Green eggs and ham really resonates with me. So I will try everything at least once. Um, that's yeah, how I was raised nice. by my family. So, like, yes. um, 
yeah, I, I would try it once as long as yeah. it's not endangered. <laughs> yes, gotcha, gotcha. That is good. That is good. Um, well, okay, just gonna go ahead and I'm sorry, I'm just texting red pandas right now to say watch out for <laughs> <Panda> <laughs> She's gonna eat you. <laughs> just text, just texting the local red panda conservation center the, with you for the picture of both of you to say watch out, don't let them in. Um, now, um Speaking about, there's obviously there's a ton of animals in here. What the animals are are like the game mechanics, I think, are really fun and clever and everything like that. But also, maybe the best part of the game are the animals um, and the meeples. The animals specifically yeah. and the variety of animals. It's so good. The production's so good in this. Um, and they're so different. I don't know if you had um, the same reaction that Andrew and I had, because I think you're more familiar with the Himalayan region and uh, being obviously with your family being from India and, and things like that. You might be have been more familiar with the animals in here, but a lot of them are very new to me because it's like a musk deer I had never seen before, a baral I had never seen before. Um, some see. of these different ones. I'm trying um, to remember what they are. Let me yeah, I think a tar, I think is one of them, a T-A-H-R. They were all just things <clears throat> that were like, um, I Never think even like, heard of it, yeah. um, Southeast versions of things we might have seen, like they're like, they're like a, it is like a, a type of sheep that only exists in Southeast Asia kind of thing, but I had oh, just never heard okay. of it before, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, well, I mean, like, I, I think that's really cool. What is a Bahra? Cool? I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google this. Yeah, I know, it's cool. Um, and so, um, oh, specifically, sheep. my question for you is, so the Baral you're probably looking at now is that, that blue sheep and it's got kind of like big old yeah. sheep horns. And the musk deer, if you haven't looked that up, look that up right now because uh, it's pretty interesting for one thing, for one part specifically. My question for you is, if you had to choose between waking up with the fangs of a musk deer, I don't know if huh. you're seeing them now, but I they're like vampire it. fangs, yeah, or, or the horns of a baral, the, that blue sheep, what would you choose? Andrew, pressure's on you. If you I woke up and saw that other. right above me, um, no, 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 you have them. Oh, I oh, you have them. <laughs> you, I thought I, I thought I was waking you go up through with a one transformation. of these in my bedroom. Oh, okay, I have them. Oh, I'm okay. You got to with... answer both questions now. <laughs> one is which one would you rather wake up in your bedroom, and the other is if you had if you woke up with the oh. either the fangs yourself or the horns. Yourself. I'd probably go with horns. I don't think I could talk with those fangs in there. I think yeah, I think I gotta go with Andrew. <laughs> I think I'd rather have horns than like vampire horns teeth. Cool. Like, how could you eat and stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess, you know, what I would have to do is I'd have to go find musk deer and just observe them for a while. And then I guess just eat what they <laughs> ate at that point. Um, yeah, the horns are pretty cool. We got to go with horns, right? But now, okay, so then follow-up question, which Andrew created himself, which is you got to wake up with one of these animals in your room. <laughs> which one are you going <laughs> uh, It's been a while since I've seen these pictures. I think the musk deer is smaller, maybe. So I'm going to... Yeah. go with that yeah i think so i so, think the most deer is smaller mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with the baral only because as mm -hmm. someone who lives in maryland i have a deep hatred for deer um because <laughs> they are just everywhere yeah in their defense yeah. we took over all their land but yeah. in my defense that is a very good point. i've been here for 30 plus years so like why haven't <laughs> yeah. you found like a new mm -hmm. land yet like they're yeah. everywhere like we once got into an accident with a deer. Like they're just mm -hmm. everywhere, overgrown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um, where Andrew and I live, that's kind of the same thing with geese. Is that uh, have you found uh, that to be true, Andrew? There are just like these classic geese running around everywhere, and they kind of own the place. And it's the same thing. Like we we very clearly just like shooed them away from yeah. when we moved in, but 
they have not they did not back down they were just like no it's still i'm still gonna walk around like into traffic and stuff like that yeah um and uh, and i grew up in in northern new jersey where where they was that way but with bears with black bears um where wow. they would just like walk across the street sometimes and so you just they'd be like well you better slow down because you're not gonna you know this, is gonna, <laughs> this ain't gonna end well for you either um yep i hear that so yeah so um i would go boral too i think just because I think you can do more with a sheep. Like, I wonder if you could, uh, I wonder if you can like get wool from them or something. I like think that. they do shearum or milk. I, I think I yeah. saw a video about that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So there have you fun go. with your deer, Andrew. I'll be <laughs> yeah. wearing a nice new jacket. Okay. Your right. vampire <laughs> deer, in fact. Have fun yeah. with your vampire deer. <laughs> have fun with your vampire deer. <laughs> okay, so um, we've been talking so much about uh, this Himalayan region here. I, I thought it'd be kind of fun if we played a little guessing game here, okay? I did a little okay. research, all right? I, I couldn't think of a catchy title for this. It's, it's, I, <laughs> so I don't know what it is, but um, I got <laughs> names, names of Himalayan mountains and names okay. of Himalayan food. And okay. I was going to give you a name and see if you can guess, is this a mountain or is this mm -hmm. a type of food? Benita may have a leg on, up on we'll this. We're going to call it on top of Mount. What, what was that song where there's like meatballs and cheese on top of uh, Mount? I sneezed in my meatball. So on top of Mount Smoky. Okay, that's not a Himalayan mountain. No, Pete, that's yeah, not one of the well, mountains. But you know what I'm saying. It's food okay. and mountains. And my pronunciation Smoky. on these words is going to be terrible. Okay, <clears throat> here yes. we go. go ahead. Uh, first one for you, and you can both guess. Um, okay. Yeah, because I, I don't know any of these. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Cho-oye. C-H-O space O-Y-E. Cho-oye. I don't know. That sounds mm. like a food, right, Pete? I'm going to lock food in, too, just because, yeah. like, yeah. So you are both incorrect. That is oh my god. So <laughs> Oye is the sixth highest mountain in the world, and it Whoa. is uh, really? on the border between Nepal and China. So there you go. People are gonna okay. know how uh, dumb we are now, Pete. Oh <laughs> my god! They, well, they already know how dumb I am. Trust me. If, yeah. if they've if they've been listening to this show. Okay. How um, about, okay, Andrew? Hit us with your second. How about Dalbot? Okay, that's a food oh, because doll oh, is, is yeah, doll is a bean dish. Yeah, oh, you got right? it. That, is it lentil? Lentil. Is that what it is? lentil. Yes. Lentil soup. Okay, you guys, yeah. you guys I know that from. I know that from. from uh, I love. I do love Indian food, so I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about this one? Ready? Mm -hmm. uh, thukpa. T h u k p a. Thukpa. T thukpa. Thukpa. P a on the end. P a. T h u k p a. I, I'm going to go mountain just because the other one that was a mountain was two words too. That's literally the only reason. I'll that. go. That's a good, that's good. I'll right? go that. Maybe yeah. they, maybe there's a, you know, maybe they do mountains with two words. I don't know. Uh, well, this is actually one word. T-H-U-K-P-A. Oh, it's just one word? Oh, yeah. well then. <laughs> I'm staying, you know what? I'm staying mountain, Andrew. It feels like a food. Mm. You are right, Benita. It's a noodle uh, soup. Type of noodle soup. Yeah. From Nepal or from um, uh, that's a great question. Is that Google. Burmese? Is that Burmese? How do you spell it? Burmese. Give me, give me T one more time. T H U K P A. I I googled Himalayan. You know what? Foods from the it Himalayan. It is Tukpa. It's Tibet. Tibetan. I actually heard of this. Tibetan. That's what, it like rung my bell. Like I've actually seen yeah. this before. Uh, yes. Okay. There okay. You go. Oh, this looks delicious. <laughs> Getting okay. everybody hungry out there. All right, well, let's do, wow, let's, let's do Andrew, one more here. Ready? All right, one more, one more. Um, Lotse. Lotse. L-H-O-T-S-E. Lotse. 
Yeah, so that's, I mean, that this is, has to be, this is Chinese, it's a very Chinese way, um, way to spell something, let's say. Um, it's got to be a mountain, right? Let's say, I think it's a mountain let's too. Say. That is not ringing any bells. You guys are both correct. This, yeah! is, <laughs> this is the number four mountain in the world, fourth highest mountain in the world between uh, oh. Nepal and Tibet. So, wow. Got, gotta say, I don't know my mountains apparently, but it I doesn't even, guessed it doesn't even bottle it doesn't even border china wow yeah, no, okay so no. maybe but i don't know but um benita i think you're the winner because you got one you got yeah clearly party, so. yeah clearly yeah clearly <laughs> um well that was awesome thank you andrew for putting yeah that was fun very, yeah very fun very fun uh and uh benita it was very, very fun talking to you how about that for yeah, a transition man we're getting fun. so good at transitions <laughs> so um but uh if our if our listeners want to find more from you and i'm sure they do right now where should they look what's what are some things you can plug how can they find you sure so benita core i'm a board game twitch streamer i also do tiktok and like mm -hmm. reviews over on my instagram so benita is b-e-n-e-e-t-a underscore k that's benita mm -hmm. underscore k on every okay. single social media platform which i am mm -hmm. very fortunate to have gotten <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> and if you like high energy board game okay. content i stream mondays and wednesdays at um 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and oh, yeah. Mondays, Wednesdays, Sundays, and Sundays I do have a just chatting stream. Um, my cool. current co-host is Daryl Andrews, the designer of Sagrada. We're gotten to become ah, really good friends, and so Sagrada. we just like talk awesome. about like board games and stuff. So yeah. that is so cool, very cool. Yeah, um, well, yeah. I mean, we can't recommend it enough. Please, if you're listening to this, you gotta go out. And we'll put that. we'll put links in the description of this episode too, so you can yeah. click right on that if you're listening. Awesome, to this, so. thanks. Yeah, Benita underscore K. Awesome. Well, Benita, thanks so much for joining us. It was Thank such a pleasure me. to have you. We'll talk to you again real soon. And um, that's that's been Benita, everybody. Benita. Have Benita. A nice Bye. <laughs> Okay, uh, I think it is time to move this show along, though, Pete, here. Here we go. Um, did you notice anything different about my teeth? Hmm, yes, Andrew, I got it. You just got your expanders out. I just got my expanders out. I just got my expanders out. Okay, uh, yes, I did just get my expanders out, and while we're talking about expanders, why don't we talk about expansion packs of this game, right? Um, yes. Talk about, uh, well, first of all, there are no expansion packs at the time of this recording, so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what, or extensions as some people call them, uh, what do we think, think the uh, they should events. make for this yeah, right. The garage. What should we make for this uh, extension game? What what kind of what kind of expansion pack are we making for this yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Andrew, I think we make an expansion for this where uh, I go to the houses of the people who are climbing the mountains and I steal their stuff while they're away on on their mountain <laughs> climb. Andrew, these rich people, these rich white people who go climb a uh, mountain in a whole other country, and I go, cool. I'm just like the Sticky Bandits, Home Alone style, sneaking in. Pete. So instead of like different levels this of mountains, so... Andrew, it's like different floors right. of like big houses, you know? This is so low. I mean, you're going to... Yeah. These people are literally risking no, their actually, lives. No, actually, this is not the movie for... Solo, Andrew. I could see how you could be, uh, you know. Uh, wow, that's a good movie. Um, good no, movie. these people movie. are literally risking their lives to get a good Instagram story, Pete. Yeah. And you're just going to go rob them? Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, Andrew, I these am. people are heroes. I am. Yeah, I'm... they're the real heroes. Yeah, they're bringing awareness I'm so, I'm to whatever, you know. 
uh, Andrew, I'm talking. Also, I love how they all <laughs> celebrate when they get to the top of that mountain and they're like, uh, yeah. "Yeah, we did it." Yeah, when really, like you know, they couldn't uh, have done the day it before the the shirt. Yeah, the that. Sherpa did it like the day before and I, didn't take a picture. Yeah, it was like exactly. okay, I made it to the top. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's all ready for you up there, <laughs> Andrew. I'm talking instead of red pandas, tars, barals, all that, all that stuff. It's big screen TVs, jewelry. You know, that's what you're taking, you know, as you put stuff there. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, other stuff that rich people have, I don't really know. Uh, I literally have no <laughs> idea. what. All I can think of is a big screen TV and jewelry. That's literally the only thing I can think of. I think um, maybe there's, like, a safe with, like, gold bars in it, maybe. Yeah, I think all rich people have Probably. a safe with gold bars, I guess. I have no idea. A uh, bunch of watches. Watches, yeah. D- oh, that's jewelry, well, I guess. Kind of falls in it. Well, I don't know. It depends on how, you know, toxically masculine the person is. They'd be like, that's not jewelry. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> how, how about you, Andrew? What's, it's, it's jewelry, bud. <laughs> it's jewelry, bud, yeah. Um, for my expansion pack, okay, so I one of the things that I love about this game is that it doesn't have the mechanic where you can steal somebody else's animals or, like, wipe them off the board, right? Um, ah. I don't... Okay. So, I don't yeah. like that in games where I, I love that I feel when I get animals in this, I'm like, okay, they're safe. I know that I can score with these animals. Be- <laughs> oh, jeez. I know that I can use these animals to score points in the board game. Um, and so no, the other person can't steal them. However, I had a tough time thinking of an expansion pack where that didn't happen. So here we go. Oh. This is my expansion <laughs> Uh, this is the elements, okay? We're talking weather. We're talking avalanches, wow, okay? Wow, And, of course, this is controlled by dice. You know me, Pete. We're going to throw in some dice here. Oh, yeah. And maybe when you, you know, you get a very unlucky roll, it's going to knock your hikers off part of the mountain because there was an avalanche, wow. you know? So you're, you, that this is, it is the killer mountain, right? So it's going to, Oh, gonna okay. Be... Working the nickname into it, yep. Yes, frozen to death or something like that, whatever it is. Um, and so then you have to place some of your animals back on there to replace them uh, okay. when they get knocked off. Yep. And then so you got to choose whose animals. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, you got to choose which well, one. I mean, that would be back, big, so. too, because like we said, there's a limited number of, you know, limited number of uh, turns. So it's like losing out on a turn like that. Huge. Right. Now, I'll also say that I have not done the math on this, and it would probably m- totally mess up the game. But, well, come uh, on. I mean, we're not. Okay, Dr. Finn, that's on you, not us, to figure that out. <laughs> now, one thing that you can count on us to do, though, is to get that shrink ray out, baby. Hey, Andrew, yo, babe, I'm Shrunk. Oh boy, I am shrunk right now. We were involved in a terrible science experiment gone wrong, and now we're only a quarter inch high. So, um, how are we going to continue this game of Nunga Parbat? Because we have to, right? We can't just stop the game. Yeah. Just because we got shrunk. Andrew, I'm so shrunk right now. Um, we were involved in that terrible science experiment, Andrew. Uh, how we do? How do you play Nanga Parbat? Well, 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 Andrew. You know you got to be setting up these little mountains you have to climb outside. You know, literally make mountains out of mole hills, Andrew, or ant hills. <laughs> it depends on how shrunk you got. Know what I mean? Uh, wow. And then you trap ants, I guess. <laughs> you got to bait them out though, so you'll need, uh, I guess, bread. Crumbs, breadcrumbs, something like that. I have no idea what ants eat, Andrew. Anything, Gun to my uh, head, yeah. I do not know what ants eat. <laughs> Honey? I don't know. 
Uh, anything sticky or sugar. Yeah, um, some spilled soda. Uh, melted oh, popsicle. Oh, right, right. That's oh, gonna... yeah, picnic food. Good point, yeah. <laughs> anything that my kid ate and dropped on the ground is going to be... Yeah, uh, lollipops. They love food. kids' lollipops and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> lollipops, that's right. You're going to need some lollipops. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you have ants all over the place. Uh, <laughs> um, Pete, so you're you're actually taking the game outside then. I am. You're not using the board anymore. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're taking it into nature. Okay, so I'm going to piggyback on this idea and say that this is how you trap a bunch of... You can get other bugs as well. I need... How many animals we got in this thing? Six. I need six different types of bugs that we're going to trap, okay? Because when I'm this small, I'm not going to be pushing these animeeples all over the place, right? It's just too much work. Too much. So instead, we're going to replace all the animeeples with different types of bugs, yeah, and we're gonna tr train them to walk where we want them to walk. Okay? I like it. Wow. So this is a little bit of scavenger hunt, a little bit of obedience training, you know, bug training. Yes. Hmm. So then they stand, they stand on the board where the animals used to be, <clears throat> and then you can just, you know, and they all have the powers that you use. The same game, but uh, you you don't have to push the animal animals around. Or hey, you could really you could do it how Pete and I do it, and. Uh, you know, I actually, just in case this happened, because I know we always play board games with the laser pointed at us like that. Right. I uh, I went, and now I, I'm the proud owner of a herd of yak and um, mm -hmm. what do they call burials, right, and all yeah. these things. And so we, we always play this game surrounded by all of your pack animals yeah. and deer and stuff like that. Yep. And so then they'll get shrunk, too. So then you just have, like, you know, miniature yeah. tiny uh, yeah. musk deer and in the a, red pandas around. In an around, attempt so. to essentially become a board game andrew and i just you know have all of our resources all in front of us you know what i mean on a on yes. one big rectangle at all times you know what i mean well when we play yeah when we play uh agricola we always have a bunch of like radishes mm -hmm. all over the place yep. and stuff like that just in case we get shrunk just like so a then, bunch of pieces yeah. of wood in front uh, you know in a big pile next to our right. radishes yeah absolutely andrew i was thinking usually this... we don't have to use them but you know yeah just in case we get shrunk. yeah Andrew, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking we got to do some more shrinking here, specifically for these hikers, Andrew. We're going to need some hikers in my game. So oh. you just got to um, shrink other people down with you. So you know what I mean? Uh, figure that. You got to so. figure that out. So have fun with that. And then, right. and then here's so. the thing, Andrew. And when they're, like, losing their minds at being shrunk because they don't really know uh, what's going on or whatever, they you just say, don't worry. Uh, I just I – just, enforcing you to play a board game that's it and they'll calm down of course you know what i mean so you know um well good news is that the tents yeah. now now you need tents too andrew plenty of cloth oh, around man. probably at that point maybe your clothes don't shrink with you it's one of those classic like hulk moments or whatever you got plenty of cloth uh bad news no small scissors uh so i guess you got to keep a pair of scissors on oh. you at all times too no, look, the hikers are going to be carrying tents on their back. They're they're in full hiker gear as if they're actually in the Himalayas. So they're very hot. I mean, we're playing this in my, in our basement, right? Yeah, that's a good so, point. Um, so in my basement, we are surrounded by a bunch of rich people ready to go on a hike uh, at, mo at any moment's notice, plus a bunch of animals, and we're all <laughs> down yeah, in here with it a almost, shrink ray pointed right. at us while we've... Right. Yeah, it seems seems like it might even be easier to just not, you know, kind of turn the shrink ray maybe in a, just a slightly different direction. But that's kind of a lot of work too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not about to do not that. Not about to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. 
And uh, I don't know if, uh, Andrew, I don't know if two people are about to play this game, but uh, let's go ahead and answer the question, two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Two people are about to play this game, but how about to play this game are they? Um, <laughs> how sure are you that two people should... How, <laughs> good question. How sure are you that two people should play this game? We're going to give it a rating yep. from zero to 100%. Um, peep, I thought before we did this, how sure are you that two people should climb Nanga Parbat in real life? Wow, Andrew, zero percent. Don't be doing that. What's yeah. this? Not, it's not yeah, for oh, you. Absolutely. Humans shouldn't be doing that. Have That's you right. ever seen an ape climb a mountain? No. How are we dumber than them? <laughs> know what I mean? I feel like after the, I feel like it's cool. Like the first person who climbs like Mount Everest would be like, "All right, cool, somebody did it, great." And then why would you keep doing it afterwards? It's just yeah. like you're just asking for it. At They're that like, point. "But you I know? also like, did it." It's like, who cares, man? Honestly, who right. cares? You're not the first person. Who cares? Yeah, it's, it's given like... off strong, uh, you know, like uh, killing a lion and like posing with a picture for it vibes, where it's just uh, like, "All right, relax." Now, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I just don't understand the mentality behind that. Like, some people are addicted to it. But I will say, though, that those people who want to climb, like, uh, the highest peak on all seven continents, I, I fully get behind that because that's the kind of thing I would do. Yeah, then uh, it's uh, then it's perfectionism and, and set collection, which is things you like to do. Basically. Set collection, yeah. right, mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Achieve Except I'd be, like, checking them off on them. I want to... I want to like uh, you know watch a movie on all seven continents. That's kind of what. That's I yeah. That's why Andrew. Well, that's why Andrew can't even climb one mountain because he knows that once he does that, he's gonna have to do all of <laughs> all, all the mountains. Um, that's very true, actually. I've never summited any mountains, so um, uh, uh, yep, uh, that's uh, why. <laughs> Andrew, I, every single I am seventy-three percent sure that two people should play this game. I like this game, Andrew. Uh-huh. I uh, yeah. I don't know how often I'll be returning to it, but I, I, I'd never be mad if somebody brought it to the table. I would I would always play this game, Andrew. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. I bet I'll go back to it from time to time, if for no other reason, just like to look at it. It's 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 looks great. The production's great. Color schemes great. All the different colors yeah. are great. Um, it's one of those games where there's more strategy going on than it appears at first, uh, and it kind of unfolds mm-hmm. before your eyes the more you play it. Like, at first, you're like, well, this seems pretty simple, and you're like, oh, but then there's this thing I didn't think about, and there's also this thing I didn't think about, and, you know. Uh, and I like that. That's really cool. Um, and uh, quite frankly, I don't think I've ever played a game that has these same mechanics before. You know what I mean? So um, it's got a little bit of set collection. It's got some area control. Uh, but the way that this game like makes you play and the decisions that it has you make, that it feels very novel, uh, and that's cool. Even though, uh, you know, as we discussed, there's a little bit of uh, ultimate tic-tac-toe in there, but it's like that's just one part of it. They, the way it all works together, it's just yeah. it's very novel to me. So, well, it's different than the tic-tac-toe because you have all the animal powers and the scoring and all that. You mm-hmm. know, it's different. But uh, yep. yeah, yep, yep, I, yep. I just. Yeah, I mean, Ultimate Tic-Tac-Toe is like a fun game, but then he just like added onto it and made it more fun, I think, so. Yeah. 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 Um, Pete, I really like this game. I love this game. I gave it a 93%. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Ooh, I like that you really like this game, Andrew. That, that's, I, that, I love this That game. explains why you kept <laughs> starting new games with it. Okay, let's go, baby. <laughs> 
In fact, Pete, uh, oh boy, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit this, but uh, Pete and I played this like a bunch of times on Board yeah, Game Arena. Yeah. And uh, we were like, okay, we're, we're recording now. We, we're, we're, let's take a break. Um, Pete, I started I started another game with some random wow, person. Wow, Andrew, on there. you're because cheating on me. So no, much. I'm just kidding. That's great. No, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Uh, Dude, are you winning? Yeah, for me, are you winning? It's son? very similar. What's that? Are you winning, son? Like the meme? Oh, are you winning, son? <laughs> oh, I got that meme. No, I'm pretty. That guy is uh, like. Oh, according to it's one of those people that are like, like yeah, have good. like 400 points or whatever. Like it's yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, but I'm learning strategy. Uh, but anyway, no, I, this game gave me kind of similar feeling to Targi, even though it's not really oh, yeah. similar to Targi, but where it's to me, there were like limited choices, just enough decisions that I, for my brain. It's like Dr. Steve Finn like looked inside my brain and was like, "How many choices can this guy handle at once?" Yes. Because it's there are some games where like you know Agricola is just like twenty things I could choose from. Like I, I don't want to think about this. You yeah, know? yeah. But this game, it's always like you have you only have those animals that are in that little uh, triangle that you can choose from, and maybe you think about where the next person plays and. You know, there's only three different things you can score. So it's really it's just enough to get me thinking, but not too much to overwhelm. So I love it. And there's also um, enough room to pivot. So when you yeah. uh, when somebody else kind of steals what you were going for, you could still go for something else. And yep. It's just very well designed with the, how tight it is and, um, you know, and, and how, how the scoring is so close every time. I just – I think it's yeah. just really, really well done in that. I, I – I like games where I can say, well, I you know, I can't think about that right now because it's not available to me. So I just look at the options that I have and make the best choice. Yeah. For that one. So awesome. Also, I'll say the anim the animeeples are a plus. Yeah, uh, the animeeples are cool looking. You know, <laughs> so that, that's a plus for me. It's and it's some some interesting animals too because I got I learned about musk deer. Never never thought that that was a real <laughs> animal. So. And I and I'd say props to you know Steve Finn for. Uh... But I don't think it. I don't think it was him. <laughs> sounds like it. Sounds like he could give or take the animals or whatever. He didn't so. really care yeah, too yeah, much yeah. about that. But yeah. props to whoever it was that made um, these because they're uh, they're great looking. Yeah, uh, I say my only complaint is, and I always have this complaint. It's not really a complaint because you're right. The game would not be as good if it didn't, if it had more rounds. But I still want more rounds in this. I want it to be a little bit longer. Mm, yeah, and I know that that's part of the design. But I I had the same problem with other games where it's like I just yeah same thing with a group of all creatures big and small like, yeah, yeah yeah I yeah. just need a, a little bit more time to mm -hmm. make my perfect farm and right. same thing with this like I just yeah need it can be a little like claustrophobic sometimes yeah 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 mm -hmm. yeah yep um, but that's probably just me I think it's still a great game so ninety three percent nice well Andrew let's go ahead and see where that makes it fall on our leaderboard. <laughs> Leaderboard. All right, this game's about to fall off a mountain right onto our leaderboard, which <laughs> is as tall as a mountain these days. It's uh, we're up to 52 games on this leaderboard. Mm. Holy moly! Let's see. Uh, we are going to average out our two scores here. Pete, you gave it a 73, and I gave it a 93. So of course, the average score. We are officially 83% sure the two people should play Nanga Parbat. Cuckoo. And yeah, Andrew, that's the uh, that's the alert for uh, two games having the same same average score. Andrew, so oh. Nanga Parbat at 
and Catan Card Game. They both ended up with a final score of 83 after we averaged our scores together. One of them's got to be on top, Andrew. One of them's got to be in that coveted 20 spot. The other one's in the also coveted 21 spot on the out of our 52 <laughs> games, Andrew. It's going to be Nanga Parbat in the 20 spot, Andrew. Nanga Parbat on top yeah. because... The highest uh, score given to it from our individual scores was your 93 on this episode. You are the most, mm-hmm. the most passion is in that 93, Andrew. So oh, I'm passionate. So bingo, baby. And it, a- Andrew, this game is currently in between Watergate and Catan Card Game. Come on, that's great company. Yeah, yeah. Watergate just beating it out with 84, and Catan Card Game essentially tying with 83. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wow. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, what a what a spot to be in. Top twenty, you made it. You Top made it, twenty. Uh, Andrew, uh, you're kind of one of my top 20 friends, I would say. So, you know what I got to, you know, you know, I, you know, the question I, you know, the question I got to ask you, are we cool? Are we cool? Okay. After playing this game and after that very off-putting comment that he just made, are we still cool? How many points did our friendship go up or down? Um, and, of course, I am using uh, U.S. Uh, friendship points. If we right. went to a different country, I'd have to exchange that for a different friendship point currency. Yeah, but, uh, we're not uh, – this is not the extensions, uh, are we cool? This is the, this is the expansion. Well, if you go to the EU, then it's going to be Euro friendship points, but uh, not in Britain, and that's going to – yeah, it's different. <clears throat> so, good point, the exchange. Um, yeah. Yeah, if we went to Narga Parbat, I don't even know what 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 what, what it would be. I, I, don't, but, I, don't uh, I should. I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> don't I? Right, I should. I, I definitely should, but I don't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in U.S. Uh, friendship points, I'd say plus one. I thought it was oh. fun. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was fun. But uh, boy, every game was so close that yeah. uh, whew, when I, when you lose by one point, sometimes it's like oh yeah, man, it's just yeah, so yeah, quick. yeah. You know, it's like. I was just one red panda away from <laughs> from, from yeah, not but tying, it was, but winning. It was still, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it was still fun enough that it, we're still in the plus for me. Yeah, <clears> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Andrew, I said we uh, went up by two points because uh, I think uh, I think we just had a lot of fun with this one. You know, what I mean, we played it a lot, and um, yeah. and I enjoyed everyone that we did, uh, win or lose. Quite frankly. Um, it doesn't get too con- confrontational. We were talking about how there's interaction, mm-hmm. but it's not a lot of like take that kind of thing. So it's kind of like tack, I thought, in how you can just kind of oh. get in your opponent's way as you pursue your own goals, but all the yeah. while, you know, you have a chance to talk while you're making all the placement choices and stuff like that. It's not too right. crazy, yeah. brain burning. The only. Like Right. The only way you can, I mean, you can move the hiker around to like screw up their plans a little bit, or you mm-hmm. can send them to a place where they don't want to go. Maybe use those powers a little bit. But I just love, like I said, I just love that you can't steal animals from somebody. Like mm-hmm. I would, I would definitely not like this game if that was. The yeah. Case, so. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Andrew, I would definitely not like um, the uh, Instagram. Of uh, <laughs> of two could play that game, uh, if it wasn't so darn good, and you can check it out yourself <laughs> at two can play that game podcast on Instagram. Heck, you can even go to Twitter and see that great Twitter content at two play that pod on Twitter. Uh, yes, I agree with those plugs, and I'll give a 
an extra plug here for our, I, I know we said it before, but our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash to complain that game podcast. And specifically, if you sign up for the Pogs level, the, the, the level where you get Pogs sent to you in the mail every month, uh, for this game, I, you know I'm putting a musk deer on this Pog. Okay, Ooh. so in fact, so. I might even put all these animals on the Pog. So you want you want a Pog with a red panda and a musk deer on wow. it? You're never going to find that anywhere else. Wow. So Let's sign up for our Pogs, it, people. Hold them to it, folks. And yeah. The only way you're going to uh, know if he, if he actually followed through is if he slapped down some of that cold hard cash. The Pogs level, it's only $10 a month, and you get bonus content. You get... Uh, bonus streams. You get six different custom pogs every month that is uh, relates to an episode or an inside joke and stuff like that. Boy, oh boy. Talk about collecting. Talk about set collection, Andrew. Wow. Set collection. Come wow. on, man. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's it'll be great, and uh, it, it also really helps, in all seriousness, it helps out the show here. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, us, yeah. Uh, that's keep that's things, pretty keep big. things going. Pretty big, honestly. And um, that'll be great, Andrew, and this'll be great. 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 <laughs> this'll be, be great, great, Andrew. Next week, called shot. Know what I mean? Next episode's going to be great. I'm calling it here, Andrew. It's going to be... <laughs> Uh oh. Okay, you're just um, saying it's gonna be great. Call, even... Calling it okay. here, gonna be great. Unless, uh, well, we want you to tune in next time. Unless you get another friend. Oh, that's right. If you get another friend, you cannot tune in here. So we're gonna want you to tune into a different podcast called "I'm Threesing My Buns Off." Yes. Uh, yeah, that's the podcast that's about three-player board games that is recorded uh, from on top of a big <laughs> Himalayan mountaintop, Andrew. Yeah, that these are the people that we're talking about. So if you want to be one of these, one of these crazy people with more than one friend, yeah. be my guest. Go and join them up there. But, yeah, uh, it's interesting. Us, they're like they're really whoop. out of breath at the beginning of every every episode. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's just, well, yeah. They have, their oxygen levels are so low that they just yeah. they don't make sense by the end. It's they're thin just air you can't even there. tell what they're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be down here at, at sea level. You know, doing a regular podcast. I like my air. Plenty of That's right. Give me, give me, give me as much oxygen as you Yep, yep. That's right. Keep your meeples touching, everybody. <laughs> Keep um, your meeples touching. Bye-bye. Touch each other. <laughs>